I'm uh, station manager Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Jane, you ignorant slut. It's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. 3-605.10.20.22.24.26.50.70.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.0.
his henchmen that a ring was delivered to one of these actors by a mistake, and we have to get this ring. And while he's putting on this armor, and finally he gets all the armor on, it's revealed that he is the Silver Samurai. And I will be honest, I know absolutely nothing about the Silver Samurai. It's stated later in this comic that this is the second time Spider-Man has battled him. This is the first and only time I've heard of the Silver Samurai as a Spider-Man villain in, in, in the entire Marvel Universe. We turn the page. There's a, a two-page uh, two that come together. And it, from the top, it reads, Live from New York, it's Saturday night. And in the foreground, we see Peter and Mary Jane trying to find their seats in the balcony of 30 Rock to watch the show. In the back corner, we see these two old men yelling at Mary Jane and Peter to sit down. And one of the old men calls the other old man Waldorf. And this is a, a nod to the Muppets. Statler and Waldorf, the two old men in the balcony, always yelling down at the Muppets. This is a little hidden Easter egg. Stuff like this I love. It's a little hidden gem. People who are reading it who don't know is not going to know. People who are reading it and do know are going to love it. Who is hosting Saturday Night Live this night? It is Stan the Man Lee. And in this universe, Stan the Man Lee is the head guy at Marvel Comics. We live in a world in this comic book where Stan Lee exists as the head guy at Marvel and superheroes exist. And superheroes are in comics written by Stan Lee in this universe. And Stan Lee knows the superheroes in this universe because his opening joke in his monologue is, I ran into the thing the other day and I asked him how things were going and he said, a little rocky. So if you followed all this, Stan Lee lives in a universe with superheroes where superheroes are in the comics that Stan Lee has written but they're also real and Stan Lee knows them personally. Did you follow all that? Good, because I'm not going to repeat it. Stanley does his opening monologue. Very, very meta. Lauren Michaels stares at him. Goes, well, he's no Steve Martin, but he's a pretty good, he's a pretty good host. Another reference to Saturday Night Live, Steve Martin. And this isn't the first time a real-life person has been in a comic. Uh, back in the 40s, Bob Hope. He was in a Batman comic strip. And Don Rickles, I either believe he was in a Batman or a Superman comic strip. Not the first time it has happened where real people exist in the same realm, in the same universe as superheroes. This is just really, really extra weird because Stan Lee draws these superheroes. So Stan Lee has created superheroes in the world. You know what? I'm not going through it again. I said that one. Moving on. Peter's spider sense goes off again. And he sees one of these ushers. Uh, getting manhandled, getting mugged. This time, he listens to his spider sense and makes an excuse to Mary Jane why he has to slip away. Actually, he doesn't even make an excuse. He starts to make an excuse, and Mary Jane goes, yeah, I know, you gotta go. At this point in their relationship, I'm guessing Mary Jane is tired of his shit because he's always disappearing at the most inopportune moments. And this is another one. Crawls up the... The wall of 30 Rock. He doesn't know where he's going to change. All of a sudden, there's a blackout. They're switching sketches. He changes in the Spider-Man in the blackout. Then we cut to Bill Murray and John Belushi. They're backstage. Belushi is still trying to get the ring off his finger. 
and he can't do it. And Bill Murray makes a joke, and John Belushi's just like, ah, I gotta go. And he storms off. Bill Murray is standing there, and he's looking for Garrett Morris because Bill Murray has a rubber hammer of Thor in his hand because in the next sketch, Garrett Morris is going to play Thor. Once again, very, very meta. While he's waiting for Garrett Morris to give him the hammer, he sees the thugs, and he sees the Silver Samurai, and he overhears them. They have to get the ring, and then Bill puts two and two together. It must be the ring that Belushi got, because it's... I mean, what else would it be? This is a ring that he can't get off his finger. It looks kind of odd. It looks kind of weird. Bill Murray springs into action. First action of this comic, it's Bill Murray. He sneaks up behind one of the thugs, hits him in the head with Thor's hammer, puts on his clothes, and joins the gang. Bill Murray has infiltrated the Silver Samurai gang. That's just the kind of guy Bill Murray is. At this point in the show is when Bill Murray would be on set with Jane Curtin doing Weekend Update. Bill Murray isn't there. He's following the bad guys. What they do instead is they bring in Gilda Radner as Emily Latella. Yeah. Never mind. Remember that character? Well, she starts going into her spiel about how she sees all these violets on television. And why is everybody upset that there's violets on television? And before she can get to the never mind, the floor opens up beneath her and she falls out of frame. Jane Curtin, she's on TV, behind the desk, by herself, doesn't know what to do. Before she can say anything, the floor opens, she falls through. Now there's nobody on set. We see the thugs downstairs. They're surrounding Gilda and Jane. They're checking their fingers. No ring there. What happens next? Spider-Man comes swinging in, beats up the thugs. While he's beating up the thugs, though, the Silver Samurai sneaks up behind him and shocks him with a sword. He has this magical sword. Instead of cutting with the sword, he sort of shocks him. And the shock throws Spidey back against the wall. And before Spidey can attack again, the Silver Samurai cuts all the steam pipes. So now the backstage is filling up with steam as the Silver Samurai makes his escape. Spider-Man, being Spider-Man, has to save these people. If he lets all the steam go, something may happen. Something may blow up. Somebody may catch on fire. So instead of going after the Silver Samurai, he webs up all the pipes. While this is happening, Jane Curtin and Gilda Radner mistakenly tackle Bill Murray because they think he's one of the bad guys. And after all the confusion is over, Bill explains to him, Bill explains to Spider-Man that the Silver Samurai is here and he's after the ring and the ring is on John Belushi's finger and now we can't find John Belushi. Spider-Man says to himself, you know, we have to make sure that nobody panics. We have to make sure everything is going to plan. And he webs... Gilda Radner and Jane Curtin back up to the desk and they continue the sketch. Now, we cut to Lorraine Newman in her dressing room and she's dressing up as Miss Marvel. She was Miss Marvel back in the 70s. Now, on the big movie screen, she's Captain Marvel, but back in the 70s, she was Miss Marvel. A couple of thugs walk in and they see Miss Marvel there and they mistake Lorraine Newman as the real Miss Marvel and they panic and they start to run out. And while they're running out, Lorraine Newman throws a can of hairspray at him. Then they realize if she's Miss Marvel, why is she throwing hairspray at us? But before they can attack her, Spider-Man comes in, does a double wide kick, knocks both of them out. At this point, 
everybody else comes running in. Dan Aykroyd, Garrett Morris, Bill Murray, Jane Curtin. They're all there. Everybody is there except Belushi. They can't find Belushi. He's the one with the ring. He's the one they're after. Dan Aykroyd speaks to Spider-Man and says, we have to keep everything flowing. That way nobody becomes suspicious and we don't have panic on our hands. And Spider-Man adds to the plan saying yes, and we also need to confuse the bad guys as much as possible. How are we going to do that? Cut to the next frame where the bad guys are encountered by Thor. They're on this catwalk and it's dimly lit and Thor walks around the corner. For some reason, lights come up and it is shown that it is Garrett Morris playing Thor. Bad guys realize that this is not the real Thor, but that does not discourage Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris keeps up the Thor persona as the thugs approach him. How is Garrett going to get out of this? I'll tell you how Garrett is going to get out of this. Bill Murray and Gilda Radner, they have a couple of live electrical wires. And what they're going to do is they are going to electrify the catwalk and knock out the bad guys, which is what they do. I always thought if you electrified something like that, they would die. But they didn't die. They were only knocked out. And Garrett Morris wasn't hurt at all because he was wearing rubber boots. So remember, kids, if you're ever dressed up as Thor trying to thwart some villains backstage on a catwalk, always make sure you're wearing rubber boots. That way you won't get electrocuted. We cut to Dan Aykroyd and Lorraine Newman. Dan Aykroyd has dressed up as a Russian Cossack, and Lorraine Newman is in army fatigues. They're here to rescue Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels is in the control room with a bunch of thugs, and they're making him run the cameras. Also, they want to make sure that nobody thinks that anything else is going wrong, so nobody panics. So the gist is the bad guys are making sure nobody panics, and the good guys are making sure nobody panics. And nobody does panic, because everybody is in the audience thinking that this is part of the show. We cut to Belushi. He is now in his famous samurai outfit, and he's walking down the hall. Then we cut to the silver samurai. He's coming from another end of the hall, and the two samurais meet and the Silver Samurai sees the ring on Belushi's finger, and he starts waving his magical sword at Belushi. And Belushi, being as nimble as he is, he starts ducking, and he starts dodging the Silver Samurai. Now we're back in the control room with Lauren Michaels, and we see on the monitor in the control room, Stan Lee and Jane Curtin doing a soft shoe, making sure that nobody knows that anything has gone wrong in this show with the Silver Samurai backstage and Spider-Man backstage. Now, Belushi is in full panic mode, running from the Silver Samurai. He runs past Jane Curtin and Stan Lee. He runs past them on, on stage and saying, This guy's crazy. His sword just cut through a brick wall. Next panel, Dan Aykroyd busts into the control room where Lauren Michael is being held hostage, and he sprays down all the bad guys with fire extinguisher. He does this with Lorraine Newman. So Lorraine Newman, Dan Aykroyd, have sprayed down all the bad guys, gotten the jump on them, and now are holding them with their own gun. And Lauren is giving Dan Aykroyd lip, saying to himself, really, I left Canada for this? Which is kind of ironic because Dan Aykroyd is Canadian too. Now there's a very, very one square panel important to this comic. Mary Jane, remember her? She's still in this comic. And we cut to her in the balcony, She's sitting to this, and she's sitting next to this very, very suave, blonde-haired, red turtleneck-wearing 
Lothario. And he asks her out after the show. And Mary Jane, she's susceptible to this. You know, she doesn't say no. She's like, what do you got in mind? We cut back once again. The Silver Samurai has caught up to Belushi, and now the Silver Samurai and Belushi are in a sword fight. So I guess doing the samurai character in SCTV and Saturday Night Live has made him a very, very proficient swordsman. They're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Spider-Man swings in. Silver Samurai sees Spider-Man, throws his sword at him. Spider-Man twists out of the way, and the sword cuts Spider-Man's web, and he goes flailing into the audience. Now Spider-Man is, is hung up. He's caught up with these audience members. Belushi sees this, and he goes into full samurai mode, like you see from the sketches. He does his samurai yell, <laughs> which is kind of funny because we saw two or three panels of Belushi holding his own against a sword fight against a silver samurai. The minute the silver samurai doesn't have a sword, Belushi attacks him. The silver samurai grabs his wrist, twists it, and the sword drops out. Silver samurai grabs the ring on Belushi's finger and is pulling it and is pulling it. And at this point, we're probably glad the silver samurai does not have a sword because if he did have a sword, he would no doubt cut Belushi's finger off to get that ring. Spider-Man has now freed himself from the audience and he comes swinging in. And simultaneously, while the Silver Samurai is pulling on the ring, Spider-Man kicks him. The ring pops off of Belushi's finger. Now the Silver Samurai, he has the ring. It is glowing in his hand. Why is this ring so important? Why did the Silver Samurai need this ring? This was a teleportation ring. This ring would teleport the Silver Samurai anywhere on the planet. And that's what he does. He he says, I'm out of here, basically. And he teleports. He's gone. And Spider-Man is sitting there, just staring at the blank spot with all the other Saturday Night Live cast members. Spider-Man lost this battle. I wouldn't say he lost his battle, but he didn't get his man. Silver Samurai completed his mission. He was there to get this ring. He got this ring, and he got out. His henchmen were captured. I don't think he really cared anything about them, but he succeeded. Good for him. We cut to the whole cast standing there. And Stanley says, well, this show was certainly different than our dress rehearsal. And Dan Aykroyd says, well, you know what, Stan? It never, ever is. Now we cut to the final two panels of the comic. We're at a bar. In the background is Mary Jane and Peter. And Mary Jane apparently has told Peter that this guy tried to pick her up. And from Peter's tone, he realizes that Mary Jane didn't really tell this guy to get lost. She was kind of interested in him. We see that uh, Peter and Mary Jane are having a fight. In the foreground of the panel, we get the explanation of why Belushi got this ring. It was supposed to be delivered to 30 Rock, but as I said, it was raining at the beginning of this comic book. And the lettering on the package, it was supposed to be for a J.B. Lushi. But the rain ran, and it smeared the writing, and everybody thought it was John Belushi. The final panel, John Belushi holding this gob of webbing. I don't know where he got it. He must have kept it. And he says to Garrett Morris, when are we going to have a Spider-Man spinoff? And the comic book ends with a pun. Well, the comic book really ends with Garrett Morris rolling his eyes, but basically the comic book ends with a pun.
and I love puns. And I love this comic. This was a fun comic to read. Just to see real people acting out as superheroes, seeing the prime time, the not ready for prime time players being heroic and taking care of business and seeing Spider-Man interact with them and seeing Stan Lee. So Stan Lee is a real person interacting with real people, interacting with superheroes. It's a very, very meta. It's very, very fun. Would I recommend this comic? Absolutely. You do not mean to be a superhero fan to, to enjoy this comic. If you're a Spider-Man fan, you're going to enjoy this comic. If you're interested in something different, you're going to like this comic. If you're a fan of Saturday Night Live, you're going to like this comic. If you're a fan of any of the individual players in Saturday Night Live, you're going to like this comic. It's, a, it's very, very fun. It's a short read. Trust me, when you're done reading this, you'll have a smile on your face. It's got a lot of in-jokes. It's got a lot of stuff. If you know what you're talking about, you're going to get it. Now we have to grade Dan Aykroyd's individual performance in this comic book. And I'm going to give Dan Aykroyd's performance two thumbs up because he saved his boss. He went in there dressed as a Russian Cossack with just a fire extinguisher, busted down the door, and he saved Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels would not be here today if it wasn't for Dan Aykroyd. Kudos to you, Dan Aykroyd, for saving your boss with a little backup from Lorraine Newman. Well, this is the podcast. It's not as long as the other ones have been because this was a comic book and not a movie, but this podcast is about Dan Aykroyd projects, not just Dan Aykroyd movies. Anything that involved Dan Aykroyd in one way or another. I appreciate you listening. If you want to support this podcast and any of my other endeavors, visit my Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Scott White. Uh, check out my reviews on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Scott White Comedian. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter at Scott White 91. Facebook, Scott White Comedian. You'll find me there. All right, everybody. I had a great time doing this. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Run out to your nearest comic store and pick up Marvel Team Up number 74. And I'll talk to everybody later.